It's okay. It'll be exciting. Gloriously. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Silver and Steel. I am coming at you live from the 70s. Um, (laughs) The rest of our crew is, however, in the year uh, 2020 and ready to bring you a wonderful show. But let me introduce who they are first. Take it away, B-Dave. B-Dave Walters. I say words about things. I'm literally somewhere seven days a week, three different places today. So just follow me on Twitter to know where those are. And uh, especially A Darkened Wish this Thursday, uh, you won't see our special guest, but hopefully we'll be on the Twitch front page. So join us for that. Hey, very nice. Uh, Lauren. Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the community manager for D&D Beyond. I'm here right now. <laughs> <laughs> like right now, right now? Right now. But then oh, you were here then. Now you're here now, but now you're here then. I feel Can like we're even... doing a Spaceballs bit and I'm failing at this now. But it's like, <laughs> technically, could you even prove that you're not asleep right now? No one can. No, but I'm just going to roll with it. And you know what? If this is the dream I'm having, I'm okay with it. I feel like the odds are against this you. This is an one. okay simulation. That, that would yeah. explain us being stuck in the 70s if this was a dream the entire time. So yeah, that, it works. It works. That's very true. That's how good Zoom is now. That Zoom is. can reach people from the past that you wow. used to be friends with. This is like a Field of Dreams reboot, but we don't get together to play baseball. We get together to play D&D with our dead fathers. Yeah, yeah we're uh-huh. like, is this right. Iowa? No. That would be, that would be a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's Faerun. I would watch a movie about playing D&D with your dead ancestors. If you I mean, build did it, they make they that Pixar crit. film? Yeah, Ooh, but yeah, no, too soon, that would be pretty too soon. Be... Wait, which one? That would definitely be a Pixar uh, onward. film. Onward, yeah. onward, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it. Is it good? Uh, it's really it's good, so actually. Good. Very good, yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice. It's hard rendered. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. yeah. That completely ruined everyone else's intro, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. Hello, everyone. I'm Megan Kenrick. I'll be playing a level five alchemist artificer. And um, Sophia's is writing a play. Is it okay if she tells you all about it? Always. Yeah. I always want to hear anything that you have to say, Sophia's. <clears throat> For Sophias, her bag of holding was a place to store her belongings, but for Sir Biswalat, it was a place to die for. And what Sophias didn't realize is while she and her friends were checking into Callie's hometown, Sir Biswalat was checking out. From the makers of deceptive puppeteering and sleight of hand comes Tuesdays at Sir Biswalat's. I feel is like there needs to be more. Eyes now? <laughs> Gave him dead That's it. Eyes. I'm leaving. Yep. It's just uh, wow. nightmare fuel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the next movie we're making. The first movie is the D and D with your ancestors. The second one is that horror film that we just. <sighs> we I'm just not heard leaving pitched. the 70s now. That's true. No, stay <laughs> yeah. there. Save yourself, The 70s Jasmine. are looking pretty safe right now. Yeah. It's yeah. too late for us here with the it's with the ghost of Sir Bisquillot. Yeah, I'm gonna stay in the 70s. <laughs> Todd, who are you? I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm married to that woman. (laughs) You agreed to this. I play Avery. (laughs) And uh, I am your DM, Jasmine, that bronze girl, Bular. And I'm very excited for today's show. I'm all over the place today. I need a cup of coffee. Hi, hello, everybody. Let's get into another episode. Wait, did we introduce our characters? Kind of. Yourself. Some of us just said we were here. Some of us were actually good about introducing our characters. I'm stuck in the you. 70s. I have an excuse to not be on my A game. What's your excuse, Lauren? I've I've none. I am I am totally distracted by this time travel episode of ours. 
It's okay. Yeah. The important thing to remember is that every single time myself or one of our players rolls a nat 20, somebody in the audience is going to win a legendary bundle from D&D Beyond. That's the most important thing to remember. The second most important thing to remember is that Callie, that's Lauren's character, is on a murderous rampage uh, in the Underdark to try to rescue her father from some type of cult that she is still discerning the motive of. Where we last left off our party uh, tracked down Callie's hometown and uh, also uh, tracked down one of the main instigators of sort of drugging the, the town using these psychedelic flowers. They burned down uh, the entire greenhouse that was housing a, a number of different plants. We'll see what the fumes for that from that do. <laughs> Oh, we man. are we are very quickly running away, so I feel better about this plan now. <laughs> I mean, nothing bad can happen again? from like vaping yellow musk creeper, right? Yeah, like, I'm sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. There's probably no way that could go poorly. Nope. Um, one of Callie's father's friends, or I should say a family friend named Marco, stopped by with his trusty hound, uh, Ferdinand, and has offered to help track down your father, provided that you had something of his uh, that that Ferdinand could get a lead from. You pulled out your journal. Uh, Ferdinand was able to uh, roll pretty well on his check and uh, get a lead from it. And he is now leading you through the Underdark. Ferdinand leads you past the, the sort of edge of the town that you walked through earlier. You pass a lot of different houses and, and, and small businesses and things like that. And Callie's town is actually pretty small. It's pretty quaint. And a lot of the people here make things uh, by scavenging and basically off of whatever they can find. So a lot of the buildings are kind of cobbled together with whatever happened to be around. So it doesn't look like your classic frontier town that you might expect. Callie, what's the name of this town? I, I don't know if it's got an actual town name. We've just always called it home. There's probably a name in another language, maybe in, in Deep Gnome, I don't know, but it's only ever been referred to as home. It's not like there are many settlements down here. So when mm -hmm. when one of the Deep Gnomes or I say home, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. And that's actually uh, what the other locals who aren't Deep Gnomes call it. They call it Deep Home, but with an L, Deep Home. <laughs> it's that hidden old that gets in there, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of us like to hide some of those letters in there when you're not looking. <laughs> Marco, you know, kind of makes light conversation with you as you as he like follows uh, his basset hound Ferdinand. Ferdinand's nose is pressed very firmly against the ground, ears dragging on either side of his head as he tries to pick up the scent of where he thinks um, Callie's father may have gone. He leads you uh, slowly and steadily to almost like a, a salt cavern. There's these uh, very large dome-shaped salt structures. Um, and Callie, you recognize these as a place where uh, your town's famous salt bread is cooked. This is a delicacy that's almost like a flatbread that is um, cooked uh, very carefully in these like almost like underground salt kilns uh, to really infuse the, the bread with like a sort of salty, earthy flavor. It's a little bit of an acquired taste, kind of like, you know, that European salt licorice. Not a lot of people are super into it, but, uh, and you've never understood the infatuation with it, given your, your Warforged nature, but you know, it's very popular among deep gnomes. And uh, this is where Ferdinand stops and uh, starts to like, look around at all these uh, different sort of like, very large kilns. These, these like ovens are about the, they're about 10 feet tall. They have like a little 
almost spigot or a chimney coming out of one side. It's very narrow. Um, they don't look like they've been used in some time. They're heated uh, by a far sort of dug underground heated pit. And then um, from your understanding, what Callie describes to you is that a large, almost metal balloon-like implement is placed over this pit. And then um, the bread is sort of stretched over that and slowly cooked over a large period of time and um, comes out with this really salty, great flavor. Is there any other way in or out of this area? Yeah, there is a there is a hatch that people go in and out of to put the bread on this like sort of metal balloon that's placed over the over the middle of uh, the pit that's in this um, underground or I shouldn't say underground. Well, and you're all underground, but under this dome, this salty dome, <laughs> you are it's not like wrong. being inside a Himalayan salt lamp. Ooh, but there's no other like exit to the the big room. Like this is the only entrance we've come into besides. Uh, when the one that Ferdinand led, led us into? Um, you know, there's another way out on the other side okay. that leads to some of the scrapyards that your dad likes to frequent. Okay. But um, this area is popular for for the baking of salt breads and other salty goods. I think Callie immediately starts looking in all of the ovens and, and then wants to search where the bread is made, thinking that this woman has imprisoned him somewhere in this mm -hmm. room. So, Yes, Freely. I stealth, I got a 21, mm -hmm. and uh, I actually move further into the room because I'm still thinking if something terrible has happened to Sherman, I want to find him before Callie does. Yeah. So when yeah. she starts looking, I'm very much, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> sort of like <laughs> head on in because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm prioritizing, even though I'm going stealthy, stealthily, I'm trying to move quickly rather than Look, I'm just very much like left, right, left, right. Like looking for your mom in a store, you know? Yeah. Not over there. Not yeah. over there. Not over You're there. moving not forward over there. rapidly. Okay. So why yeah. don't you give as me an investment? Rapidly back. as I can while stealthed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Whereas I'm not stealthed. I'm just moving as quickly mm -hmm. as possible to look everywhere. You notice here Ferdinand almost like becomes disappointed in himself. The smell of these salt structures has uh, successfully obliterated any scent trail that he had. And he kind of goes around in circles, sniffs the air goes around in circles again and then falls on the rocky, salty ground, like almost in defeat. Marco attempts to to cheer him up. That is not terrible for Freely. That's an 18, which an 18. is legit almost the best he can hope for. So like I'm highly motivated, Kelly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. dad. <laughs> so with an 18, actually, that's pretty good. So uh, you... he's got a big old negative one to investigation. <laughs> oh, do you want me to give an investigation too, since I'm rushing around looking? Yeah, yeah, okay. go ahead. Because I have a slightly better investigation and I will even use some of my talent dice. So I got dirty 20. Okay, I'm going to give Freely a little bit of information first just because he was kind of walking ahead of you okay. uh, with the intent of finding something before you did. So even though your role is better, I'm going to go ahead and rule that he, he stumbles upon this first. You notice, Freely, that uh, there is something like metallic sticking out of one of the chimneys of one of these like giant salt kilns. It's a uh, very large and rectangular in shape and it almost looks uh, sort of anchor-like. At the is other end of it, you assume, goes down into the chimney. Like, is it anchored up to the to the ceiling or like um, it's, so it, it, it looks like somebody's using it to climb down? Yeah, it almost looks that way. It, it's like sort of, so you have the chimney coming up and it's like this large rectangular metal block that sits wedged over the top of the chimney is it something i can climb down well these are very narrow 
but you feel like someone's I'm gonna be hung something small. down there. Uh you could attempt to, yeah. If you can hey, climb up there. Uh no, I'm I'm not looking to get baked into bread. <laughs> this is enough, I will say something via the psychic link. Uh okay. Callie, I might have found something. And I don't recognize this as normal for anything that we do. Yeah. And with your investigation check, you notice two things. One, that this kiln hasn't been sort of like it's it's been modified. You you know that the chimney is required to push some of that heated pressurized air out. Uh, the other thing you notice from just putting your hand on the the sort of kiln is that it's not as hot as it's supposed to be. There is some warmth radiating out of that like sort of packed salt, but it's not the heat that you typically bake bread at. Kelly has a horrible sensation and is going to climb up and look down the chimney. Okay. So go ahead and give me a, well, <laughs> these are like domed structures. Go ahead and give me a dexterity check to see how well you get I'd there. I'd like to help. I mean, I okay. realize she's dexterous, but a little, little boost. Kind of like, okay. Hang, hang yeah, on, for sure. <laughs> uh, just a check or a saving throw? Um, let's go ahead and do an acrobatics check. Acrobatics? Okay. Yeah. And go ahead. Feel free to add uh, like a, a, what's freely, what's your modifier? Um, let's see. Um, two acrobatics. Mm -hmm. Three. Okay, okay so a, go ahead and add that three to yours. It's three four ones. if it's athletics. So yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a twenty-three then. A twenty-three. You manage to get to the top very easily. Um, it's hard to look down past the uh, this like large sort of rectangular block that is sitting on top of the chimney. And what you see when you look down the chimney is it's very dark. There's like a warm sort of light coming from somewhere far below. And you just see a thick, heavy chain that's um, filling most of the width of this, uh, or I should say, yeah, most of the width of this chimney. You see a chain going down into the gloom below you. Uh, and the block that's on the top, is it something I could, is it something I could move and does it look like the chain is attached to the block? It definitely looks like the chain is attached to the block. Uh, when you put your your weight, granted, Callie's not very strong, but when you when you put your weight against the block, it barely budges, and you feel like this is like something heavy is probably on the other end. This is like bracing something. Okay, you could climb down if you want. I can fit in small places, and Sophia might be able to butter me up. I can't believe I said that out loud, but here we are. Um, if if you want me to try, I have a very bad feeling about what I'm about to find in here, and we need to get in here quick. Can someone help me move this block? I'm stronger than I look. Uh, I, I could try. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Sophia's can also help. And I lower down a rope to help a bunch of people climb up. And I don't want to climb. I don't want anyone climbing down into this thing. She mm. she thinks her dad's in this. She thinks her dad got trussed up and is in here and uh, wants to push the block and haul up whatever's on the chain. It's 16 to move to move the block for okay. freely. Thank you. All right, you put your weight against it. It barely budges. It grinds a little bit. What do we have to roll to push the rock in place? Uh, we'll just go ahead and give me a roll, and I'll let you know if it's successful. <laughs> it's going to be difficult. Okay. 17? It's better, but no. Once again, it rotates a little bit. Another inch scuffs the top of the the top of the, you know, the 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 rock that is um the salt rock that is the chimney. But there's a chain on the other end. So as as freely moves it an inch and you move it another inch, you realize that this there's something like the chain is is attached to something larger, so it becomes stuck. There's nowhere for it to go. Is it at this point that we can reach in and grab the chain and haul whatever's on the other side up? You could attempt to, yes. 
Um, it occurs to you that whatever is on the other end might be wider than the chimney, and that might be why it's stuck. The chain is stuck. If I'm going on the assumption that this is my dad, is that is this chimney not big enough for a deep gnome to fit through? Most likely, no. This would be a hard fit for Freely. Um, okay. It's 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 pretty narrow. And is there a front door to this, uh, the, the bread making part of it? Like where? Yeah. Okay. Usually there's like a, a small door. You have to kind of hunch to get through it. But that's where people set up the bread. And then using like an outdoor bellows, they, they you know, apply heat. And then that's how they make it. But that's how they go in and set everything up. And then when it's done, they go in and, and pull it out. Okay. And it's nice and cool. Or cool, cool enough to be able to be safe to go inside. Can someone open the door up front and go take a look inside, please? Oh, well, yes, of course. And I'll I'll start climbing my way down as well. While they're doing all this, I would like to start casting Detect Magic as a ritual. Okay, perfect. Rituals take, what, 10 minutes? 10. Mm-hmm. I just sort of like plop down and I'm like, okay, hang on. Wait, no, just breathe. Be one with the salt mine. Just feel the flow. <laughs> perfect. Uh, before Sophia goes around and checks the door, mm-hmm. um... Hey, Callie, uh, I have this potion here. It's uh, it's mostly butter, but it it will uh, make you more bold. It's an extra D4 to any saving throw because we're not sure what's in here. Okay, thank you. And so it's, uh, let me guess, it's bless? And, and attack roll. Boldness. Okay. A boldness potion. So yeah. D4 to every attack roll and saving throw. Awesome. Like, so long? it's beer. She gives you beer. Butter beer. <laughs> Yeah, you know, beer, it makes you way more accurate. <laughs> Liquid courage. Yes. No, it makes you bolder, though. Both <laughs> because both because Callie is in a hurry, and also because obviously she can't drink anything. She un- mm-hmm. As she thanks you, she uncorks it, and I imagine what she's doing is like sliding off the side of this thing, uncorks it, and just splashes it right into her face. Perfect. And then sets the vial down for you to pick up later, and is going to run around mm-hmm. and try to open the, the front door to this. This it can also be used topically. I think I just I think I just did. <laughs> All right. So as you do that, how long does the potion last? I'm assuming an hour. Actually, just for the next minute. Oh, just for the next minute. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So as you down this uh, butterbeer, you are filled with like this this boldness. And you said you clamber down the side of the of the kiln and, and throw open the door. Yeah. You're met with like a, a puff. Of like a slightly pressurized air. It's not It's not too bad. Like I said, there's a chimney. So there's some of this air is being let out. It's not a pressure cooker. And it's warm and humid and steamy. And it smells very salty. But it's a good smell. Um, you're met with the smell of like herbs and, and fresh baked bread. It's almost like low-key comforting. And the sight that meets your eyes is one that is in equal measures comical, but also startling. You see your father, Sherman, uh, trapped in a, in a cage that is hanging from the top of the kiln using his toes to grab onto a ledge where he swung the cage over on one side, on one of the shelves where bed is breaking, baking, using his mouth to kind of draw a pattern using a pen while holding onto the sides of the bar onto a journal from a bag that he's opened God knows how and spread the contents of on the floor. And you notice there that the nib of the pen is cracked and is starting to create very large pools of, of spidery of ink everywhere as he's holding the ledge with one foot, bracing himself against the bars with the other, leaning his head out of the out of the side of the cage, trying to draw in this journal with a broken pen. And it's comical, but at this moment, uh, Callie is going to be distraught for probably the first time you've seen her, and she's going to say, "Dad, 
He drops the pen out of his mouth and looks utterly excited to see you. He almost lets go of his grip on the ledge. And as he does, you know, the cage kind of swings over to the other side. And he quickly grabs a shelf on the opposite side. As your eyes dart to where he grabs, you notice that like he's managed to swing the cage back and forth and, and managed to reach some of the bread that was cooking on this side. A lot of it has bites taken out of it and he's getting low, but he's managed to make his way like this. Um, and he looks over at you and he says, Oh, why golly, Callie, it is so nice to see you, honey. Oh, Dad, I was really worried. I was afraid I wasn't ever going to be able to get that message to you. I'm just glad that you understood, darling. I'm not sure if I understood, but I could tell that something was wrong. How do we get you out of here? Well, as it just so happens, I've managed to devise a way to sort of route some water up to the top of the kiln, thereby dissolving some of the salt thereby dripping it onto the chain up here, slowly decaying it. It is a little rusted, and I anticipate over the course of maybe two weeks, it will break naturally. But if maybe you gave it a good strike, it would break now. I will, however, ask that you do so very carefully, for there is an oven underneath me. And now you notice the large sort of balloon-shaped uh, pan, for lack of a better word, that they use to like spread this bread over and cook on has been moved aside. And deep down below you, there is just like an open pit of fire. I cast Warding Bond on Callie's dad. <laughs> okay, perfect. The cage that he's in, do I see a door and a lock? Um, You do see uh, a place where there's like, you know, one of the, you imagine one of these sides opens because there's a place where they're chained together. And here's also where you notice that one of the bars your father has very skillfully removed and used as like a, a way to sort of like, permanently like fix himself away from the fire at times using it as almost like a leverage point but it hasn't created a gap large enough for himself to get through okay and the, the side that opens is it is there a lock i could pick um yeah you could definitely do that it's a little bit high up off the ground but you could probably climb up the shelves and get to it is there anything that we can use to cover the pit and then i can go in here and just unlock the cage uh, I believe, actually, I think Sophia says something for that. Sophia has been um, stealing bread whenever she can the whole time she's been in here. Mm -hmm. um, so she's just going to throw a huge stack of bread over the pit. And hopefully that sort of douses the fire a little bit. I feel like bread just burns. <laughs> I mean, if it was something a little bit more like mm. um, like a blanket or something more that could envelop the fire then it could smother it. Mm -hmm. But even then there's a, mm -hmm. like I mentioned before, there's an external channel where there's a bellows to like feed air in. Um, so smothering uh, it might prove to be difficult. Can she take her, her jar of mayonnaise and stuff it in that exhaust where it's in taking the air? Uh, from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. That would definitely work. That would cut off a lot of the air to the fire and it would reduce okay. it by quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, let's let's cut off the oxygen with mayonnaise. Okay, perfect. That's a sentence that has been said in D&D. &D. <laughs> it's I love only the a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. So you go around out the outside of the kiln and sure enough, you do notice the, the channel that Callie pointed out to you uh, where air is fed into the kiln from the outside using, you know, this bellows. You pour the mayonnaise into that channel and it blocks it up pretty well. Um, because there's an opening at the end of it. So you remove the bellows, fill that opening with, with you know, mayonnaise. And sure enough, on the inside, um, Callie, if you close the door, the fire will start to die down pretty quickly. All right. I'm going to get into the kiln and then close the door. I'm not going to leave them alone in there. Okay. It's going to be a little bit stuffy 
it's going to be a little bit smoky because the chimney is only doing so much work since, like I said, it has this big chain in the middle of it. Yes, but I don't need to breathe. So she will <laughs> she will crawl on in and wedge herself somewhere and close the door until it looks like the fire has gone out enough that she could go over, unlock the cage. And if something were to go really wrong, no one's going to get terribly burnt. Okay, perfect. You'll have to work with speed here. Uh, mm -hmm. especially because your father does need to breathe. Go ahead and give me a, we'll need an acrobatics check to see how easily you climb the, the shelves along the side where bread has been stacked and get to the cage. And then a um, sleight of hand check to see if you can pick the law. Okay. Well, so actually you have thieves tools. So I why don't do. we use that? Let's use that, that check instead. Okay. So my acrobatics check uh, with the bless is a 28. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So you make very quick work of this. You climb up there almost like a spider and you sit perched on a very narrow bread shelf. Um, thankfully, it's mostly empty since your father has eaten a lot of the bread on that side of the kiln. Uh, then I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to roll all the things. So my thieves tools check mm -hmm. um, was a 26 plus wow. four for the bless plus six for my talent dice. So, so that was a 35. So oh, okay. Callie, 36, thir uh, 26, 6, 7, 8, 9, yeah, 36. Sorry. 36. Yeah. So Callie, she's done and wants her dad back. Mm -hmm. And I think dad's probably used to seeing me do this and no one else can, but she moves with blinding speed to take care of this. Mm -hmm. Like everything is just one handed and she's ready to yank it open yeah. and grab him and get out. Yeah. It happens so rapidly. Um, he, he immediately like throws his arms around you, almost knocking you off balance a little bit. And then like in his classic position, puts his arms around your neck and gets on your back piggyback style, nuzzling his cheek against yours. And he says, Oh, Kelly, I'm so thankful that you came through, honey. I, I'm glad that we got here in time. Come on, let's get out of here. And I will shakily pull him back out because even though he does this on a regular basis, she's not very strong, but she uh, no, yeah. yeah, she will. She will. If she has to crawl her way out to get him out of this, she will. Mm -hmm. Why were you in the cage again? I was captured, punished for Why doing some type of rebellion. I tried to liberate the town, he says, coming out of the kiln. What, what were you trying to liberate the town from? <sighs> well, I don't really know what she is. Started a few weeks ago. There was some type of people coming through trying to claim that Lolf had arisen. I'm going to keep it honest with you, though. From my investigation, this ain't no Lolf. It's some sort of flowery outgrowth that's got some type of sentience of its own and managed to hoodwink a bunch of people into thinking that it was an avatar of Lolf through psychedelic visions and things like that. So they started tending to her, tending her gardens and her buds until she became something more. Well, she oh. is now dead. Uh, do you mean um, oh. this, this flower? Are she holds well, up yeah. a vial of, um, there's butter and there's some of that, that turquoise and purple flower. And there's also a dead worm mm -hmm. inside of it. I is this the flower you were talking about? Well, that's part of it. There's a whole oh. grove of them deeper well, in the caves. Oh, well, what exactly does this flower do again? Well, if you breathe in the spores or consume it in any type of way, I guess that's how you get the visions or she speaks to you. There was a small amount of time where I was under the sway as well. I don't know much about her, mm. other than she's very old. I don't even know how I managed to come back to myself. I think I just wanted so very badly to just 
be with my family again and live a normal life. And one day I just woke up. So I tried to get other people to wake up too. I tried to lead a rebellion against the more brainwashed members of the town and things went south. She didn't like that. That's when she sent her lieutenant to try to re-indoctrinate me. Well, turns out once you shake this stuff off, it uh, doesn't really have the same effect on you anymore. And she didn't take too kindly to that. So then she had that purple haired hussy tie me up in this cave like this. I think they were intending on cooking me alive. Is my detect magic activated yet? Yes. And you do detect magic off of the journal that is sitting open on, on, on one of the shelves that he's been drawing into. You also uh, detect some magic coming from like the fire that was originally cast down below. Yeah. Although my, my boy is not very observant, I'm going to hit Averin with message. Uh, Averin. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if there's anybody else in any of these other kilns and where their buddy got off to that led us here. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, uh... I actually rolled and I got a natural 20 for my perception. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to spot anything. Actually, I see everything across reality. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's a wide gap. <laughs> nothing or everything nothing in between literally yeah like the full mm -hmm. uh glasses go on and reality swirls behind me there i yeah. guess so what i'm trying to find is do any of these other kilns have a similar setup as his like other people are trapped here and dude who led us here where marco. is he and, and how's he acting marco yeah you do see one other kiln that seems to have another one of these apparatuses in it and then um you also see, or you said you wanted to see how Marco was reacting. Mm -hmm. Marco seems overjoyed and excited um, to see his former sort of like rebellion commander safe and alive. And you hear Marco say, oh, I thought you were dead for sure. And Ferdinand is like looking at uh, Sherman's heels as well. And it's like a happy little reunion. While this is all, like, I don't say anything. I just go over to the other kiln and open the door and see if someone's inside. Mm-hmm. When you go to the other kiln and, and, and open the door, you're seen with like a, the site is kind of sad. There is a strange whirring mechanical contraption inside another cage. This cage is a lot closer down to the ground. It almost looks like half melted in some ways and in some places uh, stuck to the metal of the cage. It's very box shaped. It has four very springy legs and uh, two large eyeballs, very goggle-like on the front, and like two antennas with balls on the ends. This time I hit Sophia's with the message. Uh, Sophia's, there's some oh, sort of contraption yeah. over here. Oh, uh, I'll be right there. She runs over as fast as she can. And on her way in, she's going to slap some mayonnaise in that intake, just in case, for safe measures. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> take a look at that box that Freely is talking about. Oh, it looks... Like it's a little melted. I wonder if it still works. Can she roll an investigation on um, mm -hmm. yeah. what function it serves? Of course. Even even though she's like right there next to me, I'm still using message because nobody else can hear us. And I'm like, I'm just worried about this. Something about this just seems fishy. That's the mayonnaise. It, it's, it is the burning right. mayonnaise probably. Oh, no, but I'm used to that. I spend a lot of time with you. No. I do prefer the burning butter for the record, but. Meanwhile, Callie is just doting oh, over can, her father. We can work that out. She's going to just like throw a couple sticks of butter in your, the fire. 
Okay. While she's doing that, I, I I hit Averin and I let him know what's happening. I was like, I'm trying not to interrupt the reunion, but there's some, like a machine over here. And I, I described to him what I'm seeing. I'm mm-hmm. like, Sophia's is investigating, but it's got like legs and antennas, but it's kind of burnt. I don't know. Yeah, but no, that's, that's her thing. Yeah. I rolled a 17 on my investigation check. Okay. And she's spraying her butter perfume too, to mask the odor of burning mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't know if that's better or worse. It's, it's, an, odd say, bouquet. it's an odd both, bouquet. Both. Sophia, okay, there's a, oh. Every once in a while, just a little prestidigitation of a little gust of wind. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, the breeze in this cave. It's too much. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. So as that's happening, um, as you're looking at the bot, you know, your reunion with your father is going very well. You notice uh, your dad is looking at all your dented bits and your scratched parts and the like kind of uh, taking like a little tinkering to him already and being like, oh, well, now, honey, I think we could probably bang this one out right here. Yeah, like, not that in front of everybody. Good. No, oh, I, I came here to save you. You don't have to worry about me. I'm just a little, I just came as quickly as I could, but I'm fine. It'll be fine. I wish I didn't need saving. I'm telling you, another two weeks, I might have had that, but I couldn't take the risk. I thought maybe I should try to send you a message. I have no doubt that you could have escaped on your own, but I'm glad that you told me because there's no reason that you needed to wait that two weeks. Salt bread is not going to wait that long and last that long. And Oh, Kale, you poor simple soul. You've never tasted salt bread, so you really don't know that salt bread. I mean, you could probably live off that a little bit longer than two weeks. Yeah, but it's pretty good. There's no reason for you to. I have friends and we are here. And that's uh, true. But there's no knocking. The, there's no reason to go knocking the salt bread. I, I got some of the rosemary thyme salt bread on the top shelf there. That was pretty good. So you will have to. Uh, the first two explain. days went pretty well. <laughs> well, you will have to. I know you, you will just be smelling like that. So yeah. I'm yeah. You will just be smelling like bread for a while. And hopefully yeah, it's not something you've grown sick of because then, uh, yeah. L- let me go grab uh, your book and she'll scramble back on in to go grab his, <laughs> his, broken, his book and any, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything else that he's got in there, she'll collect and bring back out. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, um, Sophia's does like a preliminary investigation of the, yes, freely. Does this object register as magic to my detect magic? Because it's centered on me. So is that mm-hmm. moving or anything within 30 feet? Yeah, um, it does. It has like a vague flickering of magic, but it seems more mechanical to your eye. I tip her off to that as she's doing what she's doing. The okay. goggles are on. Now it's real. Mm-hmm. As Sophia investigates it, she gathers that the function of this, uh, this like small robot is reconnaissance. Uh, the feelers on its head serve to sort of like guide it through tight spaces. And um, the giant goggles, which also have night vision, um, serve to survey. And it's a small size, uh, helps it get into small locations. She's going to say through the psychic link to everybody. um, So I found this little um, contraption. It seems to be a surveillance bot. And I would not be surprised if we found more of them uh, laying around in these kilns. Oh, and out loud, Dad, I, I think my friends have found one of your sentry bots. And I'll point. Oh, no. He goes running. That I, voice was not his at all. <laughs> it is now. Daisy Listen, voice. <laughs> you spend several days inside of a salt kiln and your voice is going to be a little hoarse. It's fine. I, I totally understand. However you need to sound, that's fine. Yeah, we'll rush on over. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, what have they done to my creations? And he runs into the kiln and he goes, oh, this was my little mini Callie. My C2D2. Aww. I have a sister. 
Yeah, your little baby sister. Oh, she's all melted. My cavern camera danger detector. C2, D2 for sure. Oh, oh and Kelly, he tries C2, to like D2 looks just like pull you. it off the cave, but like in places it's like, or he pulls it out, tries to pull it out the cage, but it's little melted bits have almost like melded with the cage in some places. Callie looks over at Avery and you could swear her eyes have gotten big. <laughs> I've only been gone six days, and I just my my dad was almost killed, and I have a sister. Yeah, yeah, that that, that, that tracks. That's usually how it goes, right? So, uh, like, what, what? Yeah, totally. It's totally a normal thing. Everyone does it. I was gone, and uh, there were like eighteen of me. People multiply very quickly. It's it's just one of those things. I take a look at it. Is this like a? <laughs> can I heal this thing, or is this more like someone needs to like? get some tools and like <laughs> do a this thing. This is going to be more of a mechanical operation. There is like a, a spark of life in it, similar to Callie's, but it's I just, not I knock no on part the top. of it. Yeah. As you knock on the top of it, it gives like a small word. Yep. It's uh. It's like one large eye blinks open. Uh, I think this is a Sophia's thing. Maybe mayonnaise or like butter or like, mm. I don't know. No, she's going to take out her utility belt and, and plop it down on the ground and a whole bunch of tools fall out. And she's going to do some further investigation on this little turret, C2D2, and and see if there's something she can do to use her tinker's tools to tinker it back to full functionality. Wait, was it C2D2 or E2? Did I hear a a convention or did I hear a... (laughs) C2D2. C2D2. I heard C2E2 and I'm like... Danger detector. That's the two Ds. Oh, okay. All right. I, I was thinking of a convention. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the cavern camera danger detector. Now, this, this is one less... for you, Kelly, right now? The, her watching her uh, operate on this, your sister? No, I know <laughs> she was trying to help. Is it awkward for you when you are healing other people? Well, I mean, it's awkward when I see the insides of people, yeah. It's, you know... Well, yes, but it's only awkward if you have caused it and you didn't want to cause it, correct? No, that's when it's not awkward, actually. Well, yes, that's true. That If I did it and I didn't want to... Then I tend to feel quite bad. But yeah. if I wanted to, then I'm like, oh, your intros are now your extrails. You kind of had that coming. So, no, you know. I, I know Sophia's is trying to help. And in fact, I'll go on over and assist Sophia's and whatever she's doing. Hold up the welding torch. Doing well, great. Yeah. I'm giving, I'm just giving terrible advice. Nope, that's not where it goes. Put the. <laughs> Oh, Stop no. apron splaining. Stop it. No, no, no. No, that, I, that's, that's a. a, a a curbile wrench. I don't know what that means. Uh, there, there seems to be little magical stones inside of this one. Um, go ahead and give me a sleight of hand check. Can I, can I assist in this? Uh, definitely, yeah. All right, you get plus six then. Who's doing the sleight of hand check? You. Uh, you. Is it I'm assisting you. That would okay. be you, doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, me. Me. I get it. Okay, 19. And what was the uh, plus, plus six? Plus six. Wow, 25. 25. So... You managed to very deftly um, basically remove the leg that has like melted. It looks like it tried to like sort of wheedle its way to the side of the cage furthest from the heat. Um, so you're able to deftly remove this leg and then remove the bot. And uh, as you do like sort of take it outside and cool it off and its processors and servos start to like cool, she comes back to life. She like whirs and buzzes and clicks twice. And you see like this like very pretty, almost like fuchsia color. Like light up in the eyes, almost like little pupils, Aww. and they're very like large, and they focus in uh, on Sherman. And Sherman's like, "Oh, 
she's safe. This makes me so happy, Callie. And he like grabs her, like pets her little antenna balls. I'm not sure how to react to having a, a sister, but I am happy. This is not oh, don't at all tell what me I expected. You're jealous. No, of course not. Oh, I, good. Oh. I was afraid while I was gone that you were going to be alone. And now knowing that you were able to create more family to have with you, that, that makes me feel a lot better. But still, I'm happy to not be the only one. Hi, C2E2. My name is Callie Zafarab. It is very nice to meet you. He's like, well, she's still learning how to talk, but maybe she can go, go on. And he like puts her on the ground and she like looks up at you nervously. And like I does will, one of these. And he I will pats kneel it on the down. Butt. So that yeah. I am more at her, her eye like, level. Go on, go on. And she like very cautiously like zoop, 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 zoop. Acknowledged. Good morning, Callie Zafrav. I am C2D2. Acknowledged. It is zoop. good to meet you. How long have you been online for? I have been online for exactly three weeks. Well, happy third week birthday then i have been online for uh three months three years one month seven Megatron, days 19 hours my 42 minutes and 30 seconds hours but i appreciate your early birthday wishes please remind me in three hours so that i can give you a proper birthday at three weeks i've been online for about three million years how are you doing three million years that yeah, is a, long a time. very long time yeah it's not the it's not the years it's the mileage freely well, Aiden, I didn't know that you were that much older than me. I knew there was like it's... a few year difference, but wow. Well, it's oh, the loop. Yeah. It's the loop. <laughs> no, you, you got a, a lot of years to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I actually hit Sophia's with message again. And I'm like, man, this dude's had a busy three weeks. He built a doctor, led an insurrection, was imprisoned. Like, I, wow. When did he have time to build another uh, uh, machine while, while being trapped in a cage? Uh, he's only yeah. he hasn't been in the cage for three weeks he's how long been, has he been in the cage for since callie got the black blotch on it which was like five message. days ago yeah. okay yeah. okay is it message or is it the psychic link that we're in? So i'm using message i don't You're want callie to hear any of this yeah, okay. no I, I, this, this is all message yeah one last thing i want to use my divine sense so undead celestials or fiends within 60 feet mm -hmm. just do i detect anything you said undead celestials or undead fiends. celestials or fiends. It says detect good and evil, but then it specifies nothing undead to celestials do with good or fiends. Or evil. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's none of those things. Great, awesome, yeah. old school she leftovers are. Your radar. I actually message Sherman. Okay. And I'm like, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Mr. Zafrab. I'm glad that we got you back and you're all safe and sound. Um, but I'm down here with your daughter, Kelly, and I know she's going to want to go on a vengeance-filled rampage now. So maybe if you could point me in the direction of the bad guy, we might be able to take care of this quietly and keep your little girl safe. He, like, whirls around, not at all surprised by your, your messaging. He's very used to communicating with Callie that way. Mm-hmm. Like, and <laughs> he says to you, like, this actually he says out loud to almost to everyone, where he says, um... Well, if I'm being quite honest, I like to go on a vengeance-filled rampage myself. We're the one who taught me how. Does he say out loud or in message? Yeah, he said that out loud. Yeah, everyone. Oh no, I'm totally down for vengeance rampages. I mean, I'm like not even particularly angry, but you know, it's hot down here, so seems like a good time to start stabbing. This overgrown flower bed ruined my town. Exactly. Drunk me up in an oven. Almost cooked me alive. Oh my god. Yeah. And her. One of my favorite things I've ever made. Like, mm -hmm. I understand that she's not quite the ballet of, of science, crystalline structures in, in wood and metal that is Callie, but 
little C2 is is lovely and, and likable in her own way. That's how Dad. I feel about Freely. Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, Dad, you don't need to flatter me in front of my friends. That is fine. And, I remember and, when I was building Freely for the first time. That is not at all what happened. Then I cast, not, not even a little bit. Then I modified his memory to make him think he was a real boy. It's very it's complex. It's not Pinocchio. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just, oh. <laughs> I am. You, uh, no, if you want Pinocchio, you no that's literally me. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally you. me and my dad. I mean, uh, it, when, we don't know that we're not fighting Monstro when we get back to the ocean. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, while they're all talking, I stealth again, like 25. But like, I very much am like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Hey, what's over there? And just like step behind <laughs> one of the kilns. I'm like, Dad, so we took care of Nellie and the overgrown garden that she had in that uh, greenhouse. And we do have possession of the flower that she was using. But uh, w you said that there were others besides the townsfolk that were affected by this. There, there's others that came with her or is it just this flower? Well, that's how it started. See, at first there was only a couple of these flowers that people came across in this obscure remote cavern. Uh, to the northwest of here. And uh, they started acting strange. And I think that's how this thing works. She takes anybody th she thinks she could be useful to her. And she kind of bends them to her will, me included. She's looking for something, a seed or a moat or something like that. I remember that when she was inside my head, she was trying to get me to come up with a way to excavate more efficiently so she could find it. She knows it's buried somewhere here, but she doesn't know where it is. But I, I was only on one of her operations. She had several. She had a lot of the town people coming out with like gardening tools and bags of fertilizers and stuff back to that remote cave. And from what I could gather and from the blooms Nellie brought into town, I could tell she's proliferating, almost becoming something new or something else. I don't really know what this is. I don't know if the, the flowers themselves are sentient, if it's some type of sentient colony. I don't even know what her motives are. She successfully convinced some people that she was she was this ancient goddess named Lolf. But I'll be honest with you, I'm pretty sure she's just an overgrown fungi. Can we just like burn the entire cave? I mean, is that a thing? Well, I would well, like to have a town to come back to. Uh, oh, that's so. oh yeah. So we we're in the business of saving people. Yeah, I forgot. Well, we don't know how this flower is going to react if we ignite it. Could be we create a giant noxious cloud of brain control gas. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's that happens a lot. Um, Nellie was just a trader that came in through the crossroads, and uh, I don't know. I feel like this greater entity, whatever she is, uh, took a shine to her and used her, used are her we, charisma. Are we ready for this, or do we need to take a moment now that we found your dad? Should we not prepare for what is, lies ahead? Well, do we know what lies ahead? I I thought sounds like giant fungus stuff. If we have found the flower, is there anything else we need to do except break the hold that this flower has over the rest of the town? Oh, sorry, I misunderstood. I thought there's like more flower down there in the cave. Oh, there but, definitely is. They well, were that's... bringing them, they're carting them into town. Nellie was a florist. Oh. Yeah. And, and so... now Nellie has turned them into uh, some kind of hybrid flower. Uh, Sherman, during all of this, um, did you by any chance create some kind of uh, gas mask that will allow you to safely breathe well like i said once the hold is broken you become immune so me and some of the others i was able to sort of snap out of it or naturally snapped out of it didn't really run into this issue again how did you snap out of it like like you just got real angry and then you're like ah no no <laughs> basically yeah i felt like 
I was in a dream okay. for the longest time, like a good dream. And then one day I just started to question the dream, started well, to Kelly, question my reality. You, you seem to be in a, a daze-like state. Were you having a, a nice dream when you touched that blue flower? It was so brief. I did think the flower was talking to me. And then I believe Averin did something to snap me out of it. But I was... Accurate. I was entranced for several seconds it's at true. least. I did save your life. That's true. That's true. Yep. Well, well, with that being said, Sherman, do you think that Callie here has an immunity to this flower? Well, I hope so. She's very stabby. No offense, I Callie. Am. Actually, it's not really. That's a compliment where I'm from. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like we should prepare. This sounds very uh, daunting and dangerous and a bunch of you might die. Plus, you know, C2E2, C2, C2, uh, the tiny thing, the toaster C2, oven. C2D2. C2D2, you know, we don't want, you know, your, your the, sister to die. That'd be inappropriate. Little Miss Danger Detector. Yeah. I'm, and I am think very... about Sir Bissalot. Like, Sir Bissalot has, oh. you gotta keep Sir Bissalot alive and safe. Sir Bissalot. Well, I would prefer if nobody died. I well, as well. Uh, yeah. So, the thing that we did just before we came here was burn down the entire greenhouse and kill Nelly and grab this flower and put it in a secure location. You're saying there is another place that these flowers are being grown. Well, obviously, you 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 have some sense of it. Uh, I'm assuming from what you described, she spoke to you. I got a sentence, but then after my hold... That means she's still out there, or it, whatever she or it is. Yeah, I tried to connect to the flower with our psychic link, and I could not. I got the sense that it was not a sentient object. So I I do not know where that voice came from, but you're probably right. Maybe it's do some type of enchantment then. But something must be controlling it. You know a lot more about that than I do. Or or Averin or Sophia or Freely. That is not my forte. As as Averin likes to point out on a very regular basis, I stab things. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I, I, I got to tell I, you, I'm a bit spent, so I could use a break. Mm. Well, mm -hmm. we could always take him back to our place, Callie. Mm. Get him nice hey, and cozied up. Averin, do you need like an hour or do you need a night? Well, a back night. in the day, I only probably. needed about 10 minutes, but things have changed. <laughs> um, what what That's would all right, you all yeah, say to... Nobody's as young as they used to be. What if we all just took a long rest? And since Sherman here is saying that we need immunity to this flower, then we can take this flower and experience its effect, its effects for the night. And then when we wake up, we will be immune. So we'll get high off the flower. Well, well someone not, has to not be high. I did not high. say get high. Yeah, we I did not yeah, say we get high. Lodge. Not that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Dad, I think you're already in one of those. Like a. Ayahuasca type of situation. So yeah, you can make some Ooh, kind what is of ayahuasca. You do not want me to fall victim to that stuff. Trust me. No, he's got he's got he's got an arm with a blade in it. It doesn't easily work out. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. well I will um I will hide that on you if we all are interested in Remember this that particular village? approach. Really, that was terrible. That was so no, well, you know that's it. It's the younglings. They were, they were animals, and I slaughtered them <laughs> like animals. Right. Okay, right. Well, not all of it has left his system. So is there a possibility we could actually brew, I don't know how alchemy works. A like brew, a vaccination? Yeah, Antidote. like that. That's like, a, a, like a smaller dose of it for... Yeah, just, a little, in your body. just a little touch. <laughs> Bite it off. Just a little, you know. While, you're all, while you're all talking, Sophia takes a sip out of her vial. Mm -hmm. Okay. Of the... <laughs> 
just the a butter small... and the flour yeah. combo. Butter, flour, worm. Yep. She has no idea what's going to happen. Okay. So um, as you take the sip, um, go ahead and make a willpower saving throw. Willpower. Mm-hmm. Wisdom. Or that, yeah. Thank you. Yep. All right. Some of us Thanks. play a lot of vampire. Yeah, some of us play a lot of vampire. Play a lot of vampire. Okay. You know, yeah, I, was, I was like, my bad. bad. Not, not trying right. to confront the DM. If you want to switch to vampire real quick, then I get um, it. Funny thing, digital dice can actually land on the side, and it was between a natural 20 and an 8. I, got, I, I would got just a, re-roll it. I got a, mm-hmm. but it does say I got a 9. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Got a no, nine. Then it's a 9. Um, so... As you take a sip, you feel yourself, you feel your brain almost like pull back, like you're watching your body, like from a, from a third perspective. Oh, I wonder and, if this um, is what they meant by astral projecting. As you're, you're almost like floating above yourself, you feel like very comfortable. You feel uh, very floaty and very uh, almost happy with where you're at. And you hear a voice similar, not that you would know, to what Callie heard. You hear like a very like musical, uh, calming voice uh, speak to you, and it says, um, "Well, my, what a lovely mind we have here. You should tell your friends to drink from the vial too. Oh, uh, you should tell okay. them it's safe. Yeah, I, I feel great. I want everybody to feel this way, right? Wouldn't that be the nice thing to do?" Yeah, I don't want to, to share keep this all your to fortune myself. and your health with everyone. Of course, I don't want to be greedy. Sophia's? Yes. I have a question. Yeah. Yes. And Wouldn't I have an answer. Be, you seem to be talking to someone. Are you oh. doing okay there? Would yes. you like to join them? Why don't you ask Freely, them where they're at? Do you want to do something here? <laughs> B Dave's had his hand up for a second. <laughs> so I rolled natural 20. <laughs> you can okay. tell me if okay. it's sleight wow. of hand or attack. I'm going to knock the vial out of her hand, but honestly, that high, I'd like to like my sword come out, <laughs> just shatter the vial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like right when she's like here, mm-hmm. <laughs> destroy so the vial and the content. As, it, Why would as you the do vial that? comes up, the, the, the bloom, the glass, the worm cut perfectly in half and like falls to the ground. As you're offering it to Avrin. That's going to make it a little more difficult to bring back. Okay, so freely, a couple of things. <laughs> One, here's this thing called deception. <laughs> no. So, yeah. That's, uh-uh. Now, you stand over there for a minute. No, you're so welcome. Tell us, Sophias, how does this thing that you're talking to, would it like us to join it? I don't know, but I'm feeling a couple of different feelings right now. I was feeling very euphoric, but... I'm still euphoric, but um, I'm really sad at the fact that my dead worm is now cut in half. Nope, Free- it's not dead. It's not dead at it all. It's dead. totally oh, fine. No, you. I am going to have to. But it just cut in half. Why don't ta- you talk to our brand new friend that you're talking to and ask it where we can oh. go find it? And I'm piecing the worm yeah. together and I'm um, literally going to try to start sewing it back uh, together. <laughs> I should have hit the worm with smite. Just bow. <laughs> Stop attacking my worm! <laughs> Wait, did you put Biswala in with the flour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the same worm. Oh my yeah. god! And a okay. bunch of butter. Like that's the thing that anything survives. Yes, uh huh. It's 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 my own essence. I can't wait for this thing to be raised from the dead <laughs> as some kind of undead horror. It's gonna be great. Oh yeah, I am just like mouth needle, just sewing it back together. Like I swear to God. <laughs> 
Yes! Um, Daisy's and- gonna ride this thing like the proud mount it me- it's meant to be when she takes over the world. It's gonna oh, be absolutely. great. Oh, a uh, nice, nice flower lady. Are you still here? Uh, you hear the voice come to you, and uh, she sounds displeased. Oh, my. The bloom. It's broken. I know. Really whacked it out of Never my mind. hand. Never mind. Come to me quietly. I'll wait, give you more. Wait, All the flowers you, you could ever want. But where are and you? And you feel I don't like a pull you. from like deep within you. You feel a compulsion oh. to start walking in a certain direction. Oh, I guess we're going this way now. Break time's over, Avrin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sewing it up. Uh, just walk, follow her. She's clearly. Um, well, she's. So, I just hit state. it with mending. I'm like, fine, there, your worm's intact. Let's go. Marco, Ferdinand, will you take sh- uh, my, my father and uh, my sister back to their house and, and stay there for us, and we'll be right back? Sherman, like, kind of pauses and he's like, Are you sure you don't want me to come with you, darling? I have enough friends that I need to look after. I don't need to look after you again. And I I, I think you you need a moment or two to rest and recover. And I'm going to go follow her, but we will be back and I can lead them back to the house. And then we can decide on what we're supposed to do next. And if this goes poorly, you're going to have to send somebody to rescue us. This is very true. I trust you, Dad. I trust you too, darling. I love you. You just be safe out there, all right? Uh, I don't know what I would do if anything ever happened to you. Well, that's why I'm here, here because Take I didn't. Two. She'll keep you safe. She'll come. Let me know if anything goes wrong. Okay. I she's only got my... three legs now, but she'll be all right. Uh, she's got one more than me. All right. I'll I'll talk to you. <laughs> we'll be back soon. I have all rolled right. four nineteens and two twenties. So cleans a smudge off your cheek, like kisses I'm... you on the forehead. Dad, not in front of my friends. Be safe. All right. You too. Don't I'm desperately to stretch. You don't want to. You don't want to. You know. Not be limber before you go in. Make sure you watch your back. I'm going to include him in the psychic link while we're doing this because I could. I have up to a mile, so why not? So in the okay. moment, I, I'm going to include him and my sister and all uh-huh. of my friends, and I'm going to say, we will keep in touch. And as you include your sister into the link, you hear her voice say, ah, psychic connection. I also desire this upgrade. It is very useful. Is this a software patch that I may download? It does come with a small bit of hardware installation that, that can take a few days. I will seek out this part. Yeah, that freely? We can just kind of install something in you and you'll be able to do this. Yes. It's not, it is not All very right. compatible with organic materials. Yeah. How I just hold feel, up my hand. I'm like, hey. How do you feel about your left temple or your right temple? Just, uh, I, just I have asking. an access port. I'm ready. Fre- freely. That's- not I, access to your brain. Freely, I would highly recommend not getting that upgrade because uh, you do not want a total head replacement that does uh, involve things that we cannot do with organic materials at the moment. Also, we should follow Sophia's, and I will. No, I'm, yeah, I'm also, after Sophia's, you yeah. should not show people your access part. Those are your no nos. Yes, you well, always want consent I mean, when, when you do. When that. a consenting construct and another consenting construct, like a like a yeah, not a, appropriate. Know. As yep. she waddles in front yep. of you. <laughs> Yep, right. yep, yep. I'm like, you're three weeks old. It's time to become uh, whatever you are. <laughs> I'm yeah. sticking very close to Sophia's, and the moment, like, if she even, like, tries to, like, run or whatever, I'm going to drop lesser restoration on there. Yeah. Okay. I have stealthed again. I was saying, I've rolled four 19s and two 20s, so I'm going to be useless in the actual fight, but again, Freely's a ghost. Just... <laughs> yeah. I am not stealthing. I'm keeping a close eye on Sophia's and Averin and my sister. And I just want to keep a close eye in general, uh, charting where we're going, trying to see if I remember where we're going, if I know what's ahead, and keeping an eye out for anybody that might be sneaking around looking mm-hmm. at us. So 
Technically, um, my detect magic is still up, so anything within 30 feet, I should I should notice. Okay. Well, for 10 minutes, you tell me when 10 minutes is up. But within 10 minutes, if I get near anything magical, yeah. I should know it. Yeah. So um, as you're walking forward, sure enough, you come across like a large, like a uh, flat area that has like these deep pits dug into it. Sophia's is very deftly making her way around them. Like I said, almost like sleepwalking. And uh, you see C2D2 stop and scan one of them and be like, ah, yes, the hole Sherman spoke of. Which hole? This information will be filed away for later. Which hole was this? Seeking some sort of moat of power. This is where they were. Not a very efficient way to conduct a search. No, definitely not. They didn't even even try to put a grid plan together or anything. Pathetic. Uh, well, they were under a mind control, and we cannot blame them. Irrelevant. You're going to have to learn to give our, our organic family a little more leeway when it comes to this kind of logical behavior. Her pretty fuchsia eyes like look up at you and blink twice. Why? Because it will be better for your software processes to not have to compute that many irregular irregularities. But some organics are intelligent. These organics are stupid. Eh, not wrong. Yes. This is true. This is why it's sometimes good not to think about it, because trying to understand it would only lead to software meltdown. Uh, Sophia, are we close? Click, 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 click. Oh, what does that even? Are we close to your 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 friendly oh. friend? Hold on, let's me ask my new friend. Hey, nice flower lady, are we close? Um, you don't get an answer back. Just uh, this oh. once again, this strange compulsion to like keep moving forward. Oh, okay. Well, she did not answer me, ever, and I I think she's mad at me. Yeah, you're super high right now. So, um, what kind of what, what what you got on you? What you got on you right now? Do you have like any? Uh, do you have like oh. shrink potions or enlarge potions or potions that turn you green? I don't know what you have. What you, I well, yes, of course, I have many potions on me. I have flight potions, transformation potions, uh -huh. resilience potions, swiftness potions, healing potions. I even uh, have. Oh, Callie still has a boldness potion I gave to her. Ooh, tell that me about resilience. What's resilience do? The oh resilience. It gives me a plus one bonus to AC for ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> the so bonus. It, it makes you tough. <laughs> the bonus one I took. I took that immediately at when you gave it to me. It's the okay. transformation one you gave me last week that I still have on me. Okay, you still have that one. Okay. That one I still have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Do you sense at all how close we are, Sophia's? I'm getting a little nervous. I don't like leaving you in this state. And be hundred percent honest. In what state, Avrin? Has she been walking in like in a straight line this whole time, basically? No, like I said, she's going around these like giant potholes, like with purpose, and almost like in a daze. There's periods of time where she doesn't even respond to what you're saying to her. Like, uh, she's moving like with a very clear like. Oh boy, direction. the ethics of this is not super great. Um, I'm tying a rope between my waist and her waist, mm -hmm. so okay. like just. Like like a chain like okay. <laughs> just to make sure like in case you like bolts okay sure you want to stay close to me yes so we have done this before in large crowds of people oh you don't want to lose me yeah no well mainly yeah mainly me getting lost because you know i get i i just my i see popcorn and i lose it and hot dogs so is there some reason why you think that i should take a resilience potion right now everything is totally fine no i think you're fine i think you're fine i think you're yeah. fine i think that that potion you gave uh our stabby friend might be really good that might be good for you you could brew one of those up while we're walking maybe okay okay and she knocks back a boldness potion <laughs> okay 
uh, freely. She's moving at just like regular speed, right? Yeah, just like normal, like a brisk walk. I kind of, I start pulling out about, I don't know how big this cavern is, but either kind of 20 feet to the right or the left. Like I move away from the group in case like a like noxious gas bomb is about to get dropped on everybody's face. Yeah, I mean, fire, what I like to follow refer to as fireball distance. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I sort of like fan out a little bit. And I, mm -hmm. even though I'm stealth, I tried to move a little ahead. Uh, okay. I realize there's pits and stuff, but I mean, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, again, I'm trying to see what this is before it sees us, essentially. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're off on the side, kind of ahead of the party. Let's actually establish marching order real quick. And then I'm assuming you're just ahead of Sophia's because you would want to see which direction she's going in. And the two of them are together. And then I'd be behind, uh, I'd say 20 feet, not, not terribly far uh, with my sister, and I'm not stealthed, but I'm keeping an incredibly close eye out for whatever we're about to encounter or anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, if we find out where this thing is, it would we should definitely rest and take a break and get prepared for what's to come. Would you like for me to perform reconnaissance? Mm. My primary <laughs> function is reconnaissance and oh. recovery, depending I... on size of object. You also primarily used to have another leg. She still has. This one is more. unfortunate. This is sore spot. Please do not mention. She still has you plenty of legs. C two D two. What is the? Uh, <laughs> what is your maximum speed? My maximum speed is sixty feet. How close is C two D two? Wait, that would be sixty feet per per round. Ten seconds. Yeah, per round. That's what that that's what I assumed. Like a move and a and a. And bonus I think one act. round is ten seconds. Yeah. Yeah, so so yeah, she she can't move any faster than we can. I I do not think at this moment she can that... dash as a free action. Oh, she can rogue it up with me. All right, I have I... superior perception and detection abilities. Is, would it be wise, Callie, for you to go with your sister and scout ahead, or you seem very proficient? I am... I am very proficient. Yep, I'm getting that. Except for, yeah, your it... flesh will inevitably betray you. She well, is obviously you have no not. Idea. She's <laughs> her little like antennas like bobble playfully on her head. Your bobbles will eventually betray you. That uh, that if so this is here that it sends her into a spiral because currently she feels like she's astral projecting and she's watching her body lead her somewhere. Mm -hmm. And she just thinks a you're little like, bit too hard about that statement. You'll be you'll you're locked out. You'll be able to make another uh, wisdom save. In a bit here, but not okay. quite yet. So am I absorbing any kind of conversation happening around me? No. Okay. Like I said, you're almost like observing everything through a pane of glass. Like uh, aware of what's happening, but not perfectly aware of what's happening. Like everyone's having Christmas dinner inside of a house and you're outside the window where it's snowing. Oh. You can oh, see we'll, what's happening. We'll save you some turkey. It's okay. But you're aware you're not a part of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Sis, we let us take your example and we will go ahead and scout ahead and I will, yeah, I guess I'll move up with my sister and we will go. I know Freely is close by. I haven't done the active perception check to see him, but I, I know what he's doing. So I will try to do something similar up ahead. We're okay. also mentally connected still. Yes, but I haven't done the active perception and you beat my passive. So I just, I don't know if I know exactly where you are right now. I just know you. And so I have a guess. I'm a ghost. Well, let's see. Let me do a perception check and see. 
Um, as you and, and uh, CTG2 move ahead, she says, you should issue commands to your team members to scout a suitable location for camp while we secure perimeter. You are absolutely correct. Unfortunately, I'm not the leader of this group. And on a regular basis, they do not take my advice. And so at this moment, we are forced to follow where Sophia's is going because she is in contact with the other entity that we are trying to kill. Are you saying this out loud or in the psychic link? All this in the psychic link. No, we can stop now. I would love to stop. I would love to regroup at this moment. We should absolutely take a rest. Well, then you need to stop Sophia's the same way that you were able to stop me, because otherwise I do not believe that she will cease to move towards the entity that we are hunting. Hey, okay, well, good times. I know we all like to, like, sniff a little plant or whatever. I don't know. We don't all. It's dangerous. Actually, you should never do that again. Lesser restoration. (laughs) Yeah. Sophia, you doing okay? snap you feel like you're back in your body and like i said oh. you have some vague recollection like callie did of of the voice and and of walking forward and and you witnessed everything happen but it's almost like hearing the dialogue through like i said like from the outside you hear snippets you can tell that there's laughter happening you could tell like you have a, like a vague idea of what happened mm-hmm. amongst your friends but the only thing you remember really clearly is the voice that's the part that like kind of cuts through the fog mm-hmm. uh callie i think i heard the same voice that you heard and I can only assume that I am immune now, though I don't 100% remember walking over here. Is this a safe area? Was anybody paying attention? I was not paying attention. I don't think any of this is safe, but uh, they're, her and her sister are doing like a perimeter thing. My primary function is detecting danger. Are you detecting any danger at this moment? You found it. Not currently, no. I, mean, I shall well. give out my customary beep beep if I detect danger. Zoop. Please make sure that you do that in the psychic call for all those involved. All right, Once you. beeping is engaged, it may not be disengaged. Oh. That is odd. Do you not have that functionality yet? Negative. Is there, is there some kind of uh, coding that we could perhaps do to uh, deactivate My alarm system must be physically deactivated with a button located on my underside. Good do we know. have permission to access this button when your alarm system goes off? She, like, looks at everyone very suspiciously. Like, her large fuchsia, like, eyes, like, the lights, like, narrow. Only Callie may do this thing. Zoop, zoop, zoop. Until you are able to turn off your own alarm, I, I think it is wise to follow Avrin's advice and retreat she, like, the- almost, like, kind of raises up on her two front legs. It's her, like, back leg that's missing and shows you, like, where the button is. It is impossible to reach. My arms are far too short. And she, like, you see her, like, reach over and it's, like, just in the middle of her chest this is what happens when you're only <laughs> only functional for three weeks is dad has not had a chance to actually make some upgrades that will come in time oh, we uh, should... c2d2 if you would like i have some extensions that you may apply to your arms so that you could reach your button at will would you mm-hmm. care to take a look at what i have to offer this thought is very appealing however i will have to seek permission from my primary service provider okay well you let me know I am well, very much interested. We should all return to the town. Uh, Dad has gone back there. We can go take a rest in our home and make plans from there. At least now we have a direction that we think we need to go searching in the next time we are ready. Sounds like a plan. While you we rest, told... I shall perform reconnaissance. Do you not want your fourth leg to be fixed before you go out on reconnaissance? The fourth leg is extraneous, not required. Do you mm. also need permission to fix this fourth leg? Affirmative. 
let's all go back and talk to dad and, and get the required permissions before you go back off on an extended trip again. She like looks at you like a little, like gives a little pause. Her like eyes kind of narrow a little bit. And she says, she could probably very easily tell that Callie is having that big sister moment of like, I just met you and I don't want you going off on your own. <laughs> give me a give me a persuasion check. Oh, sure. Yes, Freely? We were told that the people from this town are forced to come out here and dig all night. Mm-hmm. Um, should they be here now and be coming back or should they be sent out here soon? They'll be sent out here soon because when you first got to town, that was them at the end of their day. So they're going to sleep and then wake up the next morning and head out. I look at Averin and I'm like, I know you're tired. I know you're tired. And we got to stop. We got to stop. But those people, they're slaves right now. And they're going to bring them back. And now she knows yeah. Sherman is loose. Who knows what she's going to do? Now she knows we're here. Yeah. I don't right. know that we have eight hours to not do something. We're going to die if we go in now. That's just how it's going to happen. You are going to die if we go. No, Freely, you're literally going to die if you go ahead. (laughs) We need a rest and prepare. I would like to be said, Freely, if Avon dies, I die. I suggest that we rest. We need to be cautious. So up until now, everything that you've asked me to roll has been in Callie's wheelhouse. And so even when she's rolled okay, she's had these amazing modifiers. Her persuasion is a negative one, and I just rolled a one. So I got a zero. And I had to take a picture because it was awesome. So. You just yeet her in a hole. You're like, ah, I'm an only child. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's just obvious that this is, this is, there's a tiny bit of actual yeah. concern because she just was rescued from essentially the same torture that my dad was. But it's mostly, you're my sister and I just met you and I don't want you mm-hmm. to go off alone and die before I even have a chance to compare notes. Mm-hmm. Her like fuchsia eyes narrow. And they look at you and uh, then they widen. She says, you yourself have admitted that you are not the leader of this party. And therefore I shall conduct my business as I see fit. No, that's, that's fine. I'm actually the leader of the party. So this is how you're going to hang out with your sister and you're going to protect your sister because you're a good little sister and you want to protect her and you want to learn from her experience being that she is so much older than you. Correct. She blinks at you very slowly. (laughs) Callie makes it a point to not dispute the idea that Averin is the leader of the party at this moment. But... I use thaumaturgy to make my eyes glow blue, just like C2. <laughs> Hers glow fuchsia. Yeah, it's mine that glow blue. Uh, mine glow fuchsia back. Wow. I, got... <laughs> I rolled a... Pr- a pr- you don't even know. You haven't even looked into her eyes, John. <laughs> you <laughs> heartless. fuchsia eyes with her fuzzy pom-pom feelers whatever color it's the best color <laughs> they chose um okay yep, so let's go, go ahead back to the town me a deception check and then uh let's say you get a plus one from your changing your eye color uh, i got 22 yeah <laughs> strange choice of leader but we'll comply yeah i get that a lot in the psychic link i'll i'll tell dad we, we are coming back We'll try to be as stealthy as possible, but we're on our way back. So and I'll lead them back to my home because I'm assuming that's where we're going. Mm-hmm. You make your way back to Callie's home. She leads you the way there herself. Your house is uh, a little bit chaotic. That's normal. <laughs> it almost looks more like a garage than a house. Uh, there's a lot of 
bits and bobs and pieces. Some of them are organized into wicker baskets. Some of them are not. There are a variety of pieces of metal and limb hanging from the ceiling. And uh, the only part of the house that is like meticulously clean and organized is uh, Sherman Station. And you realize he's fashioned like almost like a pegboard station um, with like a peg for every tool that he could ever want. Shiny, cleaned, oiled, hanging in front of you like a wall of gleaming metal. And uh, he starts like sort of bustling around when he sees you all come in through the door. And he says, uh, Kayla, can you help me figure out where we keep the spare sheets and bed? And Absolutely. Do you, do you know where that is? I don't know if that I've ever pulled those out. I'm not sure we have any. I feel like at some point, maybe we did. <laughs> you notice him like trying to like, do we even have spare towels? Uh, none that I have ever seen. No. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, it's well. okay. I can just, I could just use my cape. Yeah, no, we're fine. Don't don't go to any trouble. All right. I'm I feel sure. awfully bad about, you know, not is, being a good host, but... Is the roof, like, real low? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, I'm gnomes. just like... Yeah. Well, it's gotta so at he... least be, like, 5-3, because that's what Callie is. So mm-hmm. she's, you know, it's not too bad. So but, yeah. head is just scraping against the ceiling as she <laughs> follows behind Avery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not comically small. It's more like Hobbit size where yeah. you might have to hunch a little bit, but it's it's doable. What makes it a little bit more claustrophobic, and you notice the way from Callie like bobs and weaves through the house is she kind of knows where everything's hanging, like spare parts, spare like, you know, giant wrenches and stuff like that. So she kind of bops and weaves between them pretty easily. For you, you probably smack your forehead in the back of your head a couple of times getting through there. Sherman says to you all, I know it won't be the most comfortable, but... Uh, I've got some pretty good systems in place uh, to let us know if anything comes knocking in the middle of the night. Okay. And I will also be taking at least some sort of watch until we are sure that the town is completely safe and rid of this influence. I do not trust anything that is going on. Mm. That's why I'm sure CT will help you. I'm probably fix her leg first. Yes. And you definitely need to extend her arms. She can turn off her own alarm button. That is, very unwise. I didn't figure that out until she was back from her first reconnaissance mission, and then the whole flower thing happened. I didn't have a chance to fix it. And you notice him, like, grab her and flip her over on the table and says, can we get a little bit of privacy? Callie, you can stay. As he, like, oh. starts to, like, work on her. I will show my friends the... We don't really have guest rooms. I will show them the rest of the home. And I imagine the rest of the home is like, it's just a giant garage and then like kitchen in the corner and then like a cot. (laughs) Like it's just 90% garage uh, works, you know, like the interior of a car shop. And then Mm. I I kind of just motion to where the tiny little kitchen is and motion to where the tiny little bed is and go, this is, this is the rest of my home. It reminds you of like a Twitch streamer's house. (laughs) No, we're like. Everything oh. there is for It makes me think of Animal in the Crossing corner. when you start off in a tent in a cot. <laughs> yeah. yeah yep. That's how Twitch streamers live. They live Except in a studio. Except we've only a ever yeah. put effort into the, into the motorsports area. Mm. <laughs> that's it. It's just, you know, car parts and a cot. Hey, Callie, do you think that um, your dad would let me pick his brain about all of, all of the tools that he uses? Um, I was trying not to be rude 
Um, my instinct is to steal, but I respect you and your family. And I didn't steal anything, but uh, I'd very much like to know what all of these tools are used for. And uh, if, if Sherman can tell me what, what kind of protocols he has to keep his home safe. I'm sure he would absolutely love to speak with you and to exchange all sorts of information. Please do not steal from him. I would no, be very cross. Not. No, I would never. But he would be more than happy to talk with you at length. That was one of the reasons that I went to the surface was to find out information to, to bring back to him. And so any chance he can get, we may have to wait until we are done with our current mission and saving the entire town. But absolutely, I'm, I'm sure that would be uh, lovely. I would like to be involved in that conversation, to be honest. Yeah, of course. I would love for you to be there because, um, you know, I, I have some legs that I'm trying to build and I just can't figure out how to get the joints and the gears working properly. So I was hoping that he could uh, give me some pointers on, on how to get them work working properly. Well, he is quite brilliant, especially when it comes to being able to uh, do the fine balance. So uh, there, there was for a while that he was trying to give me digigrade legs and they didn't quite work. So you can ask him about that. But at least my legs work very fine. You say digi digigrade? Yes. Oh, what is a digigrade leg? Have you seen any giant birds? Yes. Those. Oh, I will have to ask them about those. Those would be fantastic for the project I'm working on. Oh, is this the the giant spider for Daisy? No. Is this the giant horse creature that you've mentioned? Maybe. I do not think that they have those kind of legs, but sure, my dad would be very happy to help you with that. Anyway, this is my home. Please help yourself. Is that what you're supposed to do with company? I am not sure. I've only ever been yes. to your house and you were very kind and gave me food and then helped me down here. We, we don't really have company over. You are a very hospitable host, Callie. Thank you. And uh, Sophia finds a cot and kind of curls up in a ball and falls asleep. <laughs> if you found a cot, you found the one cot. That's mm -hmm. my dad's cot. Yep. <laughs> but oh. but okay. Callie will not stop you and she'll just look over it at Freely and Averin and say, I hope that you don't mind sleeping on the floor. No, I prefer it. It's fine. It's good. Okay. It's good. Freely very much sits there looking out the window at the people going out to dig. And just like sits down by the window and like watches them until he sort of like falls asleep on himself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> at one point, you only get awoken at one point in the night, and it is from C2D2 coming in to show Callie that her button is fixed. When she comes in, I'll, I'll activate the psychic link because I've mm -hmm. probably set up by the door because um, I, I actually don't really need much of a rest. So I would have set up by the door and been keeping sentry. So when she comes in, I'll I'll set up the psychic link. And she say, scuttles in, and you notice she's faster. She says, ah, "Upgrade acquired." Excellent. That would you is... like to see? Absolutely. My legs are exactly two point four inches longer. That will be very helpful. What is your current? I shall top give speed? you a demonstration. And she takes a finger out, pushes the button in the middle of her chest, and immediately goes cross-eyed and goes, "Wee oo, wee oo, wee oo." Clicks it again. Yep, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. I can now disengage and disengage on my own. That will be incredibly helpful, especially in more stealthy situations. Does not so, compute. So, no, 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 no particular reason I'm asking. Um, do you have anything that likes zappy? But, sorry, I had just fallen asleep, and I, I, I was having a dream about the the nice. I apologize, nice but I was asked for a demonstration. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, wait. Can you are do you have like a zappy thing? Do you 
create, you know, like lightning or anything like that? Or is there anything around here that creates lightning? Any of you? Anyone? We are she moves in the shop. forward and tases you lightly on the ankle. <laughs> yep, that's the good stuff. Okay. <clears throat> Engage uh, cattle prod function. Would you like a second demonstration? Uh, in a second, actually. Uh, Sophia's, uh, do you... Engaging. What kind, what, 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 kind, what, what kind of potions do you have again? Do you have like a, what, the, the, do you have like a healthy potion or like what a... Is it? I was trying to sleep. A healthy potion. Yeah, of course yeah. I have a healthy potion. Would you like a healthy potion? Yeah, yeah. I would like a healthy potion. That would be fantastic. Um, okay, here you go. This one, this one does 2d4 plus 2. So... I'm <laughs> I'm not doing anything that's going to work. I'm going to cast life transference. I'm going to basically I'm going to stick a pin in my own vein in a tube and connect it to Sir Bissola. <laughs> and uh no, I'm not expecting nothing. <laughs> but I'm just I'm just going to raise my arm above with the tube hanging down and then I'm going to stick the other end into Sir Bissola. Uh-huh. I'm going to cast life transference. Okay. I'm like, oh, oh, so Sophia, maybe you pour the potion in the mouth, right? Yeah. Maybe you do that. In the Sabisola is totally fine. He's totally fine. Well, what? But why? Why would you be giving Sabisola uh, a healthy potion? It'll if, make him super strong. Fine. It'll make him really good. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, it would be good if he was if he was strong for tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, you want Sabisola to be strong for tomorrow, right? I'm gonna hold up, hold open his little mouth. Yeah. Just, here you go. <laughs> Why do his eyes look like that? Nope, that's that's no I thaumaturgy. Nope, his eyes are nice and glowing, bright, bright, happy eyes. Oh, <laughs> oh he's he's good. He's healthy. Okay, yep. give him give him the healthy potion. Uh, yep, go ahead, go ahead and feed it to him. And I'm just gonna kind of pump my arm so the blood starts maybe mm-hmm. going into service lot. I'm trying yeah. to transfer life. All right, oh, yeah. go ahead and CT zap zap. Okay, well let's try zapping. Suppress a lot first. That's the worm. That's the name. Can you make a second sleight of hand check? Or sorry, a deception check. This one's going to be tougher since Sir Bissola at this point oh, has been crap. dead a lot longer. Yeah, it's now a nine. He's, he's been stitched it's back a nine. together. Yeah. Uh, no. But the potion dice C2D2 are so cool. looks at you with like the cattle prod out and says, why are we zapping this dead creature? What? <laughs> Just... Just... Avon, you told me it was alive. So no, he's doing fine. Service will not. Listen, uh, thaumaturgy, just a groaning guttural, like after you eat pizza, <laughs> and it's like four in the morning oh. kind of sound oh. of service lot. Like, oh yeah, see, totally, uh, you know, gurgling. Service um, What did you eat? Just, just zap, zap it, zap it, zap it, zap it, zap it, zap it. I shall zap this rotting worm for you as Thank a favor you. to my sister only. <laughs> Thank you, sis. Like Ooh. all of its muscles seize, and you notice it like kind of like clench up a little bit, and Look, like it, it moves. limp again. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's now is that me? <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the stuff. Okay. Look. That's. Oh, I tried. Yeah. Super slots go. You fine. Just that's why he's so sleepy. Oh, is he sleeping? Is that is that why his his eyes look like they are closed again? It's yeah, eternal well, well. rest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is not eternal rest. He's just sleeping. He had a healthy potion. He'll be fine. Sophias, I cut what? him in half after he was in a vial of butter for an hour. No, I've but then Aaron stitched half. him together, and then he's fine again. He's just having a little sleep. He's going to be okay. I'm going to bring him back. 
So he's not. No, what that flower did to you, but apparently it is lingering. He is temporarily I, not alive. <laughs> In the psychic link to C two D two, I'm going to say this is why sometimes it is okay to just sit back and listen instead of engaging with organics because it is impossible to reason with them. Their lack of reason may be contagious. You are right. I shall disengage, and she like scuttles back to you on her four legs. <laughs> It's less contagious and more infuriating, but it could also be amusing, especially if you have the right frame of mind. I have fear of software glitches. That's a reasonable fear when you're young, but you do not have to worry about that from any of these people. Sophia's, I promise we're going to bring Sir Bissellop back. He's his temper. He's taking a big nap, you know, like I take a lot of big naps, right? Of course, you told me. He is just taking a nap. Yep. We'll bring him back to the uh, Prime Material plane soon enough. We're just going to preserve the... His shell, and he'll be fine. I'm gonna put really him back. Sick. I'm gonna put him back into the vial with the with the butter and yep. the flour tea. Across the room, Callie and Freely have have locked eyes. <laughs> no, I cut that vial in half. The butter flour tea vial mm. oh, is no, no is more. Gone. I put it in another <laughs> vial with just butter. Then. Oh, this this worm's getting deep fried at some point. Yes, Accidentally deep fried. We're yeah. having a moment, Kelly. This is yeah, and this is a like a prequel to how to eat fried worms. Hundred percent. Yes. Yep. There's very little difference in Callie's facial expression except for her eyes, but but you know freely. I, I'm thinking the same thing you are. I look at Callie and I hit C2D2 with message and I'm like, ah, I apologize, young one. We're not all like this on the surface. Most of us are not like this. Just letting um, you know, I am totally willing to cast Warding Bond on this dead worm, and then if you eat it, you eat me. Are you saying this out loud? I'm watching both of you. Avery, <laughs> uh, you are very well aware that I do not consume anything. Okay. Well, Freely looks hungry. Freely literally will eat anything. Like, he doesn't believe uh, in a five-second rule. He's like an 80-second rule. Undead, zombified, butter-basted, flower, poison worm is not on even my list, okay? That's beyond my legendary scope. Stop embarrassing us in public. These people don't know us. Uh, can that be the name of the episode is Undead? Stop embarrassing us in public. <laughs> I, think, I think that should be the name. Easton. Someone type that in chat so we can refer back to it. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. These people don't know yeah. us. I'm like, mark the timestamp. Exactly. <laughs> um, Sophia's has a moment of clarity and she kind of realizes what she's putting everyone through. I know that it's really weird for me to have a connection with this weird purple worm. I picked this up a long time ago when we first started our adventures together, and I've had it with me for such a long time now that I can't help but feel somewhat attached to the little ugly thing. I don't haven't think you, it... Haven't you ever felt attached to something and you just wanted it to survive no matter what? I just... Negative. I, I, I pat freely on the back. I was about to say, I no, I've said every like seven times. connection. <laughs> yeah. I feel a connection with it. I don't know why. Uh, that is fine, Sophia. Making connections with other creatures is what brings us joy in this universe a lot of the time. I think the issue that some of us are having right now with is with the current state of Sir Biswala. What's going to preserve him? The fact that he smells really bad and he's taking a nap. Yes. I'm sorry. I will. Um. I will wash him, and um. Avrin will make him a hundred percent healthy, eventually. I'm sure. 
I am sure that he will be fine in time with whatever magics that you have to take care of him. But for now, okay. we should probably grab a rest so that we can be ready in yeah. the morning to save the rest of the town. Mm -hmm. He'll be okay at some point, which is not now. He's not okay at all now. Yeah. But as long as, but yeah, we're going to sleep now. Oh, okay. I, as um, I go, but I am going through the list in my brain with my criminal background. Who do I know that has raised the dead? <laughs> Oh, Avery, uh, if you're going to ask me to do that, <laughs> we're going to have to have a talk. Just I'm in the background messaging our Kira. I'm like, do not do it. The worm is like, it is, it is, it is gone. Let it go. No, it's, it's not worth the diamond. No. I do send message to our Kira. <laughs> you're going to cast sending to our Kira? <laughs> really? Send, I have sending. Uh, I cast sending to our Kira. There's a real Cerberus a lot. How are you doing? So I need you to raise dead something that's very important to Sophias. his name's Sibisalot he's a hero you I would be in your debt all right you get an you answer you would raise if you would bring it back to life yeah sure okay as soon as I finish this ice cream where are you well that's a long story but you're gonna find out <laughs> well you're gonna have to give me more than that well I'm also with Freely he's doing great that's good to know. Uh, if yeah. you can give me details, uh, tell Alindra she's got this staff that can just take us places, so we can probably get to you. Okay, concerning. <laughs> Our eyes do turn some weird. Yeah. I don't know. Ooh, sprinkles. <laughs> As right now, Orkira is with her friends on the plane of ice cream and milkshakes. Aww. You guys went to the plane of ice cream and milkshakes again? Ah! Yes. I was oh. the plane of ice cream and milkshakes. Yes! And I'm I making sure this is getting communicated in the psychic link if it's still up, just because I want Freely to know that he didn't get to see it. <laughs> he very much reacts like that. He goes from trying to sleep to like, back there in the plate of ice cream milkshakes again. Ah! I what mean, I'm glad the they're okay. Oh, it is. Oh, you, uh, we'll tell you after we save your town, child. Just, so ugh. you find a mammal, you milk it, then you take that milk, and then you freeze it, and then it's ice cream. It's kind of bizarre. This sounds like a delight for the senses. And you that notice not like a, a hatch in the works. top opens and like a funnel comes out. Please dispense <clears throat> sample for processing. Did he uh, give you the ability to eat? Because he did not give that to Kelly. Oh, girl. Dad. <laughs> Sherman's just like, did, did, did you? Well, that was a function that came up a lot that I messed up on. So I just thought maybe I could prototype it for... Well, Look at my wrist. Do you I should go to bed. Do you have what wait, do you, do you have another one? Well, I mean I could remove it from C2 and install it well, or no, try to I, replicate it, but no, it would be a little difficult, but I'm sure it's something I could work on if you stuck around for a while. Uh, well, I don't want you to remove it from her. That would that seems unnecessarily cruel, but you know I've been wanting to do that for a while. Well, you also haven't been here for a while. It's only I been only like dialed in the technology yeah, a little bit ago. It's only been a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's, that's it's been that's less rough. than a couple of weeks. It's been six days, nineteen hours, forty-two minutes, and thirty-seven seconds. Well, my brain works really quickly. I mean, back before we left, C two was only a prototype, like a drawing, and now she's a fully functional bot. I just message Avren. I'm like, C2E2 says she's been awake for three weeks, but Kelly's only been gone six days. Oh, yeah, that doesn't add up, does it? Does it? <laughs> yeah. Yep, well, yep, look yep, at yep, that. Yep, Time yep, to hit the sack. Whew. Hey, I got a big day of heroin tomorrow. Yeah, because it was, uh, I've, oh, it's I been thought six you said days. something else. Uh, 
gosh. It's been Has six Callie days. Has Callie started to think about this, like the timeline? <laughs> yeah, because it took like four days to get to the surface. Mm-hmm. And then we've been, it's been six days. So it's been like 10 days total since I left, right? Mm-hmm. Give or take. It took you a while to get down here. I had it at 11. Okay. 11 to 12. All right. I've been trying to keep accurate track because, you know, it's Callie and she really does literally that. that is none of my business. Yeah. It <laughs> dawns on you that C2D2 has been was online the week leading up to your departure. But I don't remember this. My sister being online at all. You don't remember coming in contact with her at all at this time. Callie, do you ever go into your father's laboratory? Is that a separate room or? Not really. He has like a bench that's like. Apart, but you know, the, oh. the room is like kind of like one not, big garage. Yeah. Off. Sophia says that, and Callie just very slowly turns to her dad and says, <laughs> Dad, what what's going on? Well, I was testing out some prototype stuff when you started expressing interest in going up top. That's all. And you kept it, you kept my sister from me? Well, I I didn't know how you would react. I didn't want you to think I was replacing you. Because nothing could ever replace you in my heart, Callie. Well, I just could... made her in the days leading up to your departure so I could have a little bit of company for myself. It really... I'm proud of you, and I'm glad you're going out and getting information and all that. And I know that was something we agreed on together, but the more and more I thought about you leaving and going out in the big, great world, the more and more... Thought about how cold and lonely this place would be without you. Callie's so just going to walk started... up and hug her dad. <laughs> just kneel down and hug him. He hugs you back. And he's like, I'm sorry, honey. I probably should have told you. I just didn't want you to think. I, I don't know. As you started prepping to leave and I started changing my mind, I just thought maybe this was the best solution. To come up with a way for me to have like my own little company. So I started testing her and sending her on little day missions uh, while you were busy prepping to go to the surface. I understand. I, I wish you had told me, though, because I, I would have reassured you that it would have been lovely to have a, a sister. And it would have made me feel a lot better to know that you were not alone. That was, my, you know, that was my biggest concern when I left. Yeah, it's just I didn't want you to feel guilty and end up staying behind. You were so eager to go to the surface and... I felt like if I put the food processor on you, then, oh, the old pop thought maybe you'd never come back. Well, I would have had a lot more beer when I was on the surface, that's for sure. Oh, Callie, I'm sorry I kept it from you. I'm sorry that you thought that I would be jealous. Because I'm not. I'm so happy to have a sister. This is the best. And I cannot wait to do sister things. I don't know what that is. I will have to do some research to find out what sister things are supposed to be. Dabbing people together. I know what it is like. Wait, to what? The prefer- Stabbing people together. <laughs> Just. <laughs> well, C2D2 does have two more uh, appendages than I do. And so she would probably be very good at stabbing. Yeah, yeah. I think that seems to be a theme in your family. Just... Well, the Sherman Zafrab is the one who taught us how to do the stabbing. And she'll pull out one of her real knives and turn it hilt over to her dad and say, mm-hmm. I-, I kept the knife that you gave to me for good luck. Mm-hmm. Sherman takes it from you and let's see here. <clears throat> what I roll? Oh, 
Whoa. Oh, my God. I'm using the digital dice roller today, and I'm having a hard time because I'm on a touch screen. Oh, no. <laughs> What'd you roll? <laughs> he rolled really poorly. He, like, oh. takes it. Like plays it over his fingers twice, almost like the way you would do with the butterfly knife, flips it, like, you know, does a couple of nice tricks and then throws it. And he's aiming for like a, like a dartboard that's next to the window. And instead it goes crashing through the window. <laughs> and he's like, she knows. <laughs> I did not know that you were that upset. I am so sorry, Dad. And I will hug him again. (laughs) He like hugs you back. I'm just emotional. God, these onion cut ninjas. It is okay to say you are crying just because you did not give me. It's the fumes, honestly. It's just, it's the fumes, really. If you had given me tear ducts, I would be crying too. You know that. From the soldering. Really? Window? (laughs) Mei-chan opens the window. (laughs) No. No. Really, uh, you know, the thing where you fix the window? <laughs> Mei-chan puts the glass in place, minting. <laughs> <laughs> I will run back outside and go retrieve the knife. And then we should probably get some sleep. Tomorrow is going to be a long day. Tomorrow is going to be a long day. And I'm sure that you're going to do well. I'm going to be working through the night to see if I can come up with some type of solution for this uh, noxious fume problem. Maybe huh. I can come up with something. Yep. <clears throat> I don't want y'all to walk into a trap. That would be good. They're trying to avoid. So is everyone going to sleep now? I will take watch. Uh, C2D2, have you a sentry mode that you would like to activate? I do not have this function. Well, I will have to show you how to do that. And I will bring my sister over with me to the doorway. Uh, or somewhere where we can keep an eye on everything. And I will instruct her on how to go into sentry mode yeah she imitates you it's like really funny to watch her do it because uh why don't you describe how callie goes into sentry mode for those of our audience who haven't seen you do it so her she just kind of collapses in on herself she kind of just immediately sits down into a cross-legged position and Mm -hmm. when she's around other people she makes a noise but (laughs) when she's teaching her sister she won't make the noise because she's learned that other people need to hear the noise in order to know that she's gone into this mode but she just sits down kind of in one fluid motion puts her hands in her lap her eye her head comes up and her eyes just dim and she is aware of everything that's around her but she goes into sentry mode and can get a long rest and so she'll instruct her sister she'll probably have to do it a couple of times and then there'll be some talk in binary oh my god my roles today um (laughs) your sister observes you very carefully and then uh because you're still aware of everything after you've like gone into sentry mode yeah she just like goes like her legs like splay out on every side of her and she just like flops down on the ground almost like a dead bug and then um she doesn't know how to dim her eyes so instead she just does this like her eyes turn into like two squinty slits and i will whisper that's very good (laughs) she goes affirmative And she goes into her own little sentry mode. And as you all engage in your long rest for the night, that is where we will call it for today's episode. I have a sister. (laughs) I step on her. No. And then there's a knife through your head. (laughs) 
<laughs> and that's how the show ends, is we kill each other. <laughs> that was the silver and that was the steel. Yep, there we go. Mm. Yep. We named the show that we're in. Yep. <laughs> that's right, Ice-T. Thank you, Jasmine, for giving me a sister. Oh, Thank that you was so adorable. Much for just being great players, just being great gamers, and being a generally lovely, socially active, just great group of people that I enjoy playing with every week. We love you, Jasmine. I love y'all. Right back. And with that, let's do our sign offs for the week. Uh, you know what? Lauren, take it away since you've been on the verge of tears all day. <laughs> 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 and that was that was just before the game. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. You might know me as the community manager for DD Beyond. I have a sister. I actually have a sister in real life too. Hi, Brooke. Aww. <laughs> Hi, Brooke. Aww. Aww. So too wholesome. Uh Todd? I'm Todd Kenrick. I'm the uh creative manager over at DD Beyond, and I have a brother named Doug. Todd and Doug. <laughs> Megan. My name is Megan Kenrick, and you can find me on most social medias at Megan Kenrick. I'm an only child. <laughs> B. Dave. B. Dave Walters. Say words about things at B. Dave Walters on Twitter. I'm going to be running a zombie horror survival game on the Hunter's uh, Entertainment Twitch here in about a half hour. And uh, yes, Thursday, Dark and Wish, 5 Pacific. I have an older sister named Stacy, a stepbrother named Reg, and a half-sister named Leslie. <laughs> oh, wow. I had an adopted sibling. I'd have like every possible connection. Yeah. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. And that's they're all DMs. Cool. True. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. No, no. It's weird. And yeah. they're all playing in the game in a half an hour. It's weird. Uh, plot <laughs> twist. I Family game. Say, it's so crazy because like uh, we just had this holiday, this huge holiday pass in India called Rakri where um, sisters specifically celebrate their bond with their brothers. And that was like part of the inspiration Aww. for this episode because I have a brother. So hi, hello. I'm Jasmine, that Bronze Grove Bueller. I stream regularly on Twitch. And uh, now chat knows exactly what our family makeups are and our full government names. There's nothing scary about that. <laughs> I mean, if you thought you still had secrets, oh, my sweet yeah. summer child. I've given up on that. A long time ago. Listen, I have a husband who came from Canada and we had to go through the visa process. The government knows everything about me. Yeah. Oh, wow. And about you him. probably know what mouthwash you use. Yep. Yep. Those stories are true. Hi, government. Those stories are true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that scared me. That was in my brain when you did that. <laughs> it's like right in the left ear hole. <laughs> Hi, government. <laughs> thank you so much for uh watching our show and supporting it go and support all these wonderful people on all platforms they're on all right okay Good and thank everybody. you jasmine yeah of course thank you Stay jasmine safe. thank you silver and steel features jasmine bueller as dungeon master with players b dave walters megan kenrick todd kenrick and lauren urban this podcast is pulled from our live stream which airs on tuesdays at 6 p.m pacific on twitch.tv slash beyond it's produced by William Box in association with D&D Beyond. Find out more at dndbeyond.com.